Welcome to the marvel of mind-body medicine. Over the next hour, you will learn about your own healing superpowers and how to access them. The latest in epigenetics meets ancient wisdom. Your hosts are Dr. Laura Stuve, a molecular biologist who mapped the human genome, and Dr. Janet Galipo, a doctor of Chinese medicine who has traveled the world to ensure all have access to healthcare. These sought-after practitioners and instructors of science-based intuitive medicine want to emphasize your body has answers. Welcome to the marvel of mind-body medicine. I'm Dr. Janet Galipo. And I'm Dr. Laura Stuve. So welcome, everyone. We're really excited to have you joining us today. And just to give a little recap, last week we were talking about natural solutions from mind-body medicine for kids and teens. Um, and over the course of our series so far, we've been sharing stories of healing with mind-body medicine. And today we're going to go beyond this. We're going to take you beyond the stories and talk about what is it that we intuitive practitioners are really doing when we do a treatment? Um, and so on our journey today, we're excited to have Angela Adkins joining us, and she's going to be telling us how she helps people develop their intuition. And we'll get back to Angela in just a moment. But a mind-body medicine practitioner uses their intuition in every session they do. And what do we mean by that? So at the end of our episode today, we're going to take you on a journey of what this looks like. Uh, before we go there, I just want to give you, what, what do scientists have to say about intuition? Well, what you might not know is that researchers have mapped the regions of the brain where your intuitive superpowers reside. There's actually specialized neurons that are very large and communicate much faster than other neurons. And they light up when you do a quick intuitive assessment, when you get an intuitive hit. And they reside in two areas of your brain. And I'm gonna give you just a little bit about these fascinating brain areas. And an area on the side of your head kind of a little deep uh, under the surface of the brain called the insula cortex. And the insula is the home of your gut instinct, that instantaneous sense that you sometimes get that something is really right for you or isn't a good idea at all. And so how does the insula do this? It actually integrates all these internal sensations like what's going on in your digestive tract, but also it senses blood moving through your blood vessels um, or whether you're hungry or full. So it integrates all this information with your emotional state and therefore it can predict what's going to happen next. The other area of the brain is called the anterior cingulate cortex. And it's around your temples, right uh, towards the front of the brain. And this area of the brain helps us navigate our social world because social situations are complex. We have to figure out how's everybody else feeling? How are they behaving? How do we integrate into this situation? Do we trust them? Um, 
And so we have to use our intuition to navigate a social situation. And this is the other area where our intuition neurons are firing all the time. So I've just been sharing a little bit about intuition science. I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Janet now to tell us what does Chinese medicine have to say about intuition? Well, intuition, according to Chinese medicine, is what we call an inside job, meaning that it comes from inside of us and it is embedded in our organ systems. So I think that sometimes in the West, we imagine intuition to be something on the outside, like some kind of special force or wavelength that we can receive that is coming in from a source outside of ourselves. But in Chinese medicine, which recognizes the interconnection of all things and really doesn't relate to this concept of inside and outside, intuition is an internal process. Um, that comes from the natural functioning of basically three main organ systems in the body. Um, the organ systems contained within the water element, those contained within the earth element, and those contained within the fire element. So just real briefly, because we don't have too much time and we want to get to our main guest today, Angela, but the water element kidneys are in charge of kind of like our deep purpose. But, you know, we say that that deep purpose is hidden deep inside the body. And then the kidneys are paired with the urinary bladder, which equates with the brain and nervous system. And so this is kind of where we store traumas and PTSD, and this can interfere with our intuition and with listening to our inner voice. And then there's the earth element with the spleen and the stomach. And this relates to how secure we feel to use our intuition, how trusting uh, we are. You know, when we think about the stomach, if we eat something bad, the stomach doesn't want it. It immediately rejects it. We throw it up. And the same is, is happening if we're faced with a situation that we can't stomach, right? Something that's unappealing or even dangerous, like walking down a dark road at night and hearing footsteps behind us we immediately understand that there could be danger. And then the stomach interacts with the adrenals for fight or flight. And then of course we have our fire element, which consists of our heart, our pure intuitive sense. Everyone's heart is the same, pure and unchanged from childhood. So we can say that we have the same heart energy as when we were four years old. And this pure heart energy shines forth like the sun. And it joins with the intuitive processes of the earth elements and water element organs to make sure that our intuition is working on all levels. So we've just heard a little bit about intuition from Chinese medicine and from science. Now we're going to um, bring on Angela Atkins. We're um, thrilled to have you joining us today, Angela. So Angela teaches healthcare practitioners and anyone how to develop their intuition. Um, I've known her as a fellow mind-body um, medicine practitioner and intuitive for many years. Angela is an incredibly gifted instructor. And in her short weekend trainings, she guides students into developing this powerful capacity of mind that we all have, but we don't really embrace it and utilize it to its full capacity in our lives. Um, she's been a holistic, holistic healthcare practitioner for 27 years, starting with massage therapy, Reiki, and meditation. 
And um, everything that she does now, body talk, mind, body medicine, mindscape, um, intuition trainings, and a modality called MRES, all are united in that um, they're about inspiring uh, and teaching people to awaken their inborn power to heal. And um, that is an amazing uh, gift that she shares. So um, Angela's going to tell us why um, we should all work with our intuition to be healthier and happier. And she's going to actually give us a little taste of what she teaches. She's going to take us all on a guided visualization at the end of our episode today. So thank you so much for joining us, uh, Angela. Welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. I'm so thrilled to be here with, with both of you today. So we're we're going to start with the basics. Um, could you define intuition for our listeners? We, we all use the word all the time, but if we just wanted to all get on the same page about we, what we mean here, what would that be? Yes, that's a really perfect place to start. So for me, intuition is the feeling uh, in my gut when I instinctively know something without conscious reasoning that hunch or the flash of insight that just arrives. I'm like, oh, this is a truth for me. And it has a lot to do with knowing ourselves emotionally. Uh, it's, that's definitely a part. And that really connects with what you shared earlier, you know, uh, Drs. Laura and Janet um, in the intro. So we interpret our physical sensations into emotions. And that's how we, and that's really what shapes our perception and brings us to a response. Um, and drives us to respond intuitively? Do we listen to our intuition, to that sound we think we just heard internally, to the feeling in our body? Do we stay? Do we go? <laughs> um, so emotion is a large part of our intuitive language. Interesting study that many people I train are surprised to learn that our conscious mind filters and records information at a speed of 2000 bits of internal and external information per second. And that's equivalent, they say, to 100 miles per hour. And if you've ever ridden a car going 100 miles an hour, which I actually have in Germany, and it was uh, an adventure. <laughs> I could barely track what was passing on each side of me. Thank goodness the driver was used to doing it, right? There was so uh, so much I wanted to see and, and observe, um, colors, shapes, sceneries, but it was all passing by too quickly. And this is the equivalent of our conscious mind. Subconsciously, our mind filters and records at a rate of 400 billion bits of data per second. Now that's mind blowing to me. That's equivalent to 100,000 miles per hour. As a human, that's, that's impossible to uh, relate to for me, honestly. <laughs> this, and this occurs every second of our life, as well as in utero. So we have a deep wellspring of information that, uh, hold our hidden natural genius, the database that is the um, uh, the source of our intuition. Uh, thank you for uh, sharing that uh, fascinating um, bit of understanding of the difference between subconscious and conscious mind. So mm -hmm. I want to ask you now, um, so I assume we all have intuition. Are there different styles of intuition? And, and what can you say about this, <laughs> this perceptual sense? 
Mm-hmm. There are many different styles, but I will I will say that all of us have the ability to perceive with all of our senses. The sense of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, as well as internal knowing, which is a combination of all those things that, that I've mentioned. So some examples of this might be some people that are primarily seers or dominantly seers might experience their intuition as a mental image or an idea or a word that even pops up in their awareness, right, in their mind. Some people might, um, instead of seeing first, they might naturally hear a tune or a song or hear a tone um, in their internal ear. Some people are more feeling oriented. We call that kinesthetic. So they may feel um, an openness, a softness, a relaxed nature when they sense a truth for them intuitively, or they may feel if it's not a good thing for them intuitively, or if they're um, if they need to step away, right, and not have an experience, they may feel it as a tension um, in their neck, a tightness in their gut, even a pain in their body. Interestingly, though, those signals that also show us that there's danger near, as you mentioned, Dr. Janet, right, <laughs> um, can be uh, very much um, uh, honed and utilized in a positive way when we are at the table with someone um, as a mind-body practitioner. That could be the way that we communicate and um, it helps to guide us into how to help them in the best way. But honestly, there really is one channel. Some of them are less less filtered, some of them are less focused than others, but all of the sensory pathways come into uh, all of our senses into our brain. And then it's translated depending on our experiences and how it's been stored in the subconscious database resource for later use. Was it a good experience, a positive experience, or was it not a good experience? Oh, thanks, Angela. Yeah, I remember um, years ago, I had a student who, when she began her her sessions with her her clients, would always begin with a song. So her her <laughs> intuition would tune in to a song. You know, sometimes it was like a you know a pop song, and sometimes it was you know a piece of classical music, and that's how she would receive the information. So very interesting, and that would set the tone for the session. So, yeah, and so okay, so. I want to ask you now, can you share with our listeners the benefits of learning to work with intuition? Like what kind of difference can this make in someone's life? Yes, I'd love to. So when we are purposely connected with our intuitive senses, we have more immediate access to our genius zone is what I like to call it, where ideas and solutions flow synchronistically, simultaneously, all together with ease. Um, We have a calmer mind, more balanced in a joyful emotional state. I mean, that's enough. We can stop here, but let's keep going. (laughs) But more balanced digestion. I've experienced that personally as well. as heard that from so many of my students. Relaxed muscles because the biochemical makeup of the body shifts instantaneously when our mindset shifts. I um, remember listening to uh, Dawson Church's interview, right, with you all. And he talked about that a lot in his scientific findings uh, about that. So that's that was a fabulous uh, uh, episode. There's an automatic reduction of stress hormones, cortisol, and adrenaline. There is an up-leveling of happy hormones like serotonin, oxytocin, dopamine, that which are naturally calming. They're, those are natural anti-inflammatory uh, realities in our body. So as a side effect, we have more positive mood. We can connect empathically or empathetically with ourselves and others. 
We can read the environment more readily. Um, we have enhanced problem solving, as I said before. What I love to share with people is that it's not only emotional or biochemical, it's also really practical. Like, you know, finding lost items. I'm like, oh my goodness, where are my keys? I'm, I'm running late, right? We have the ability to stop and pause and connect with our, with our intuition, scan the environment, and be led to uh, problem-solving uh, directions like this in our life. Um, so we have the ability to repeatedly access um, this state if we have a structured intuitive framework uh, to do so. And we'll talk about that more probably about how to access the alpha brain wave state, which is the relaxed day daydream state of mind. And honestly, we fluctuate through several brainwave states moment to moment, all day, every day, all night. Um, they are beta, alpha, theta, delta, and gamma. So I really enjoy teaching people how to access that natural flow state uh, in everyday life. So we're really just one thought away from being closer to that state of calm and open, connected awareness that makes life so much easier and so much more fun and healthier. Yes, I just want to kind of piggyback on what you just said, Angela, which is that um, the state you're talking about where all the hormones and neurotransmitters change, um, scientists would have a description for this. Um, in science, they've described humans have basically seven emotional operating systems. So whole um, cocktails of different neurotransmitters and hormones that are running through our, our brains and our bodies that determine how our whole body functions. And this creative, connected, um, calm state you're describing would equate to scientifically the emotional operating system of play, kind of a playful state. And this is the optimal state for learning. So we learn better, we create better, we intuit better, and we perceive better in this state. The brain is really in a peak performance mode because we're like little kids playing. We don't when we're in the state, the judgment of, am I doing it right? Am I making a mistake? That just kind of falls away. And so, um, and, you know, I'm going to highlight again what, what Dawson Church said, this whole change of this symphony of what's going on in the body and the mind are very healing for the physical body. Exactly. So. I agree with that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so this is Dr. Laura, and we have been talking with our guest, Angela Atkins, about the benefits of accessing your intuition, and we will be back after a short break. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. What if you had an easy way to reset your mind and body out of overwhelm in just a couple of minutes and every single day? Elemental resets are easy to apply, gorgeously restorative, and allow you to have emotional as well as energetic balance. Elemental Reset from Body Intuitive restores your natural healing ability from the inside out, connecting you with all of nature. 
The Elemental Reset course gives you six self-care survival tools to increase your healing superpowers, to energize, detox, calm, and rejuvenate yourself. This course is available today as an e-course or live in person in San Diego, California, Sunday, April 16th. For more information and to register, visit us at bodyintuitive.org. Does it feel like something is wrong, but all your tests come back normal? Does your doctor downplay your symptoms? You've tried every medication, pill, detox tea, supplement, and you're still seeing no improvements? Your body has healing superpowers. Your body intuitive practitioner can find what's wrong. A body intuitive practitioner is waiting to unlock the story behind your symptoms. Visit us at bodyintuitive.org sessions. Scroll through our directory and find your perfect practitioner. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to the marvel of mind-body medicine. If you have questions for Dr. Janet and Dr. Laura or their guests, please email us at healing at bodyintuitive.org. That's healing at bodyintuitive.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. This is Dr. Janet. And before the break, uh, we were talking to Angela Atkins about intuition, learning some very interesting facts. So I want to ask Angela, is it hard? Is it difficult to boost intuition into a superpower? It's actually the most easy and natural thing that I've ever done. I found that it's it's, uh, pretty hard to ignore. (laughs) And we spend a lot of energy, I believe, in our lives, more effort than necessary, pushing our intuitive signals away. Uh, denying them, devaluing them, possibly because we don't know what to do with it, or we want to seem logical, we want to feel accepted, we want to keep those strange thoughts to ourselves. I can understand that. It is a level of courageousness to be playful and to be flexible in mindset and trusting of ourselves. So, um, you know, there is a formal method to access this, which we both um, are going to share with you today. And um, I feel it's so powerful to be able to transition to this um, state of mind at will instead of it occurring only spontaneously, randomly, or at the most inopportune times. <laughs> because we are naturally born with this superpower. It's it's part of our makeup as human beings. We all know that animals have it. We talk about instinctual behavior with animals all the time. But I feel like we only refer to instinctual behavior um, with humans when it's around fear, right? Or trauma or um, um, maybe even healing the, the body emotionally. But instinctually, we respond intuitively for better and for good um, and toward exciting and healthy uh, experiences in our life every day. There's also a dynamic that I've been aware of, and my students have taught me this from every culture that I've experienced around the world. Thousands of people of all different ages, backgrounds, have said that they have experienced um, in their formal education, not everyone, but many of them, 
we're not taught a structured way, number one, to access it, to access their natural superpower, to they weren't encouraged to utilize it. They were actually discouraged to use it, um, which they felt squashed their creativity and their childlike um, wonder with themselves and with the world. Uh, so that's what a lot of my students experience. They they show up, you know, to the class um, bored with life, <laughs> not understanding how they can access this incredible ability to heal themselves. And for many people that are also healing practitioners, use it to heal others. Uh, I'm sure that you've experienced, I know I have, that when as a kid, I had such an incredible open imagination. And a lot of the adults around me, especially teachers, would say, oh my goodness, you have such an imagination, put a cap on that. There's no room for that now. Save that for art class. Well, art class was 20 minutes. <laughs> for the rest of the day, we had math, history, social studies, a language, right? So we didn't have the freedom in those subjects to express ourselves in the most um, human and expanded way, which was really unfortunate. Uh, so I, that's why I think that it's not something that um, is... Uh, naturally talked about, you know, very often in our culture, but I do believe that's changing. I do believe that's changing. One of the ways I encourage my students to open their natural superpowers is to be around like-minded people who believe in the expansion of this concept and also give them the freedom to communicate in a way that does feel courageous and playful, right? That does uh, sound, uh, from a language standpoint, uh, sensorial and even emotional. And this is really our inborn gift of being human. So you've said some things about why we might have a hard time trusting our intuition. Um, but could you say a little bit more about that? Yes. Um, so historically, our society values logic over creativity. We did chat about that a little bit earlier. And the intuition context can't be proven. I know that there are brainwave states and um, scientific experiments that have been done uh, to map what occurs in the body and the brain when someone goes into uh, a relaxed state of open intuition and alpha mind rhythm. Um, but the actual expression of it, um, there's some skepticism around that. So it's been labeled, I believe, as a mystical, unreachable talent that only some people possess, or maybe they're born with it. Um, but it's not something that everyone can tap into. I don't believe that to be true, of course. Um, intuitive insights um, are available to everyone and we're expressing them and experiencing them all the time. So this can happen, um, let's see, this can happen when we have, maybe we think of someone, right? Like a friend, like, I wonder what they're doing. And then we, our phone rings and it's them or they send us a text message and we think, whoa, right? How did that happen? Wow, that was a coincidence, or that was random, right? Yeah, or we'll hear a song, we'll have a memory of our childhood, or maybe someone that we really cared about could even be a good friend. And then just maybe days later, we'll see that friend in the grocery store, or we hear the same song that we heard in our head days before. This is all the same um, large well of information that has been stored by our uh, subconscious mind. And because it isn't um, necessarily easy or automatic to reproduce and it feels more random more spontaneous i think that that's why people tend to shy away from um, attempting to develop within themselves it is not mystical it's human 
Yeah, it seems to me that a lot of what um, the in, intuitive developed trainings that you teach, Angela, what what they do for people, that we're receiving uh, or perceiving all these, as you said, subconscious things below the surface, and some mm -hmm. of them trickle up to consciousness, but we just... It's like realizing, oh, that's my intuition speaking to me. It's like you learn your intuition language what it, and how it speaks to you. It's like, oh, when, when I get that feeling or sensation, it means this. Um, so it's it's developing an, an awareness of that voice that, that you already know is inside you. Yeah. That's exactly right. And learning to discern between maybe a negative emotion and our intuition. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yes. when we have negative emotions that tell us to stop and don't do something, people will say, oh, well, that's your gut instinct. That's your intuition. So we can have a, a misconception that our intuition only speaks to us when it's a negative thing. Yes. Right? Yeah. Is my gut instinct telling me not to do this or that? Is it my fear? Is it what I ate? <laughs> <laughs> what is the mechanism? Because there are so many influences. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to segue here um, to... Um, get an example or two, you know, you practice mind body medicine, you're an intuitive practitioner, Angela, can you share um, how you use intuition to support your clients? Can you share a, a story to give people an idea of this? Oh, I'd love to. This is, yeah, I'm, this is my favorite part. <laughs> sharing all these uh, real life fun experiences. So I access my structured framework for intuition with every single session, no exceptions. Otherwise, I would be leaving probably 90% if I had to guesstimate at a, you know, at a percentage of you know, the, the data, the information, um, the energy available you know, within myself, within the field, within the person uh, to uh, sit in observation in the most expanded way. So that being said, years ago, I had this wonderful, lovely lady as a client she had visited me a few times, um, but she was really focused on wanting to heal some things with work, with her career. She was very driven, very goal-oriented, very successful in what she did. And she didn't want to talk about health things very much. Her primary goal was to resolve some conflict, to get the next promotion. She was very charismatic. I really loved working with her. And the first thing that hit me, it was like a wave of thought and of memory and of sensory information immediately when I put my hand on her body was that there was something missing. And I said out loud, I said, do you have organs missing? There's something missing. Like parts are gone. What's going on? She was very quiet. And then she said, well, I have a surgery scheduled to remove my uterus and my ovaries, actually all my reproductive organs, because I have extreme endometriosis. It's debilitating. I'm tired of it. I've let it go. I'm not going to have children anyway. So I've come to terms with it and it's holding me back actually, right? In my career, because, you know, several days out of the month, I can't even function. I can't think I have to stay home. And I said, okay. So we just continued on with the uh, mind-body session as, um, as we were going to. And we started to feel some shifting in her abdomen, very gentle unwinding, and she was verbalizing this and saying, oh, my goodness, this just, it feels so good. Usually, I'm not used to feeling good things coming from my abdomen. Normally, it's pain. So then she left the office, and then she came back a few weeks later, and she had, went, she had actually gone to the scheduled appointment. They, did, they were doing laparoscopic surgery, 
exploratory, but the doctor had warned her, we're doing exploratory, exploratory, but I want you to prepare. We're going to probably do a full hysterectomy to prepare yourself for that. And that's what she told me. She was prepared. Turns out when they actually did exploratory, they said, well, all the things that we thought were there, it's like it's unwound. We don't have to remove anything. We think that you're going to be fine. Let's just let it go for a couple of months and see how you feel. And her pain stopped and never came back. And she was able to keep all of her parts. <laughs> it was so beautiful. And an interesting thing about that as well is that she had a little bit of a personality change. She got softer. She was more relaxed. Of course, she wasn't in chronic pain. But she started to relate with her life in a different way. She allowed her feminine creativity to come forward, which is something that she had rejected um, for a while. Uh, we still actually talk about it. She said, remember that time when you saved me from surgery? And I said, no, I didn't save you from surgery. Your body did everything. I just have the pleasure of observing all of the possibilities that are already there for you. Thank so you. That, yeah, that's, you're a, that, that's a beautiful story. Um, so we'll be talking a little bit more about how we as healthcare practitioners work with our intuition, but I want... Um, <clears throat> Just imagine what if all healthcare practitioners could plug in their intuition the way we do. Angela, how do you think this might change the um, experience uh, for patients and for healthcare practitioners themselves? Yes. <clears throat> well, I have had the honor of training some really brilliant medical practitioners in my career. Nurses and doctors, orthopedic surgeons, nutritionists, hygienists, uh, psychoanalytical <laughs> uh, doctors from all different um, cultures. And they've shared with me how they've used their intuition after learning um, Mindscape and other intuitive frameworks to not only be better at what they do in terms of their service in the healthcare field, but in their life. They become more creative thinkers, problem solvers. And they're all over just healthier people because these positions come with pressures and they require the need to be focused for long periods of time, often without sleep in the same position. You know, um, so the, an ER doctor actually was sharing stories with me of how he was utilizing um, this, his intuitive process in the trauma ward, which was so inspiring. Um, a hygienist came back and said, wow, after taking your class, I was doing a, a, a general exam and although everything looked great and the dentist came in and did his check and said, wow, everything looks great. She said, I had this funny feeling that this um, patient had a cavity where we couldn't see it. And even the x-rays looked normal. She said, so I mentioned it to the dentist and he said, you know what? I had a weird feeling too, but since you, but everything is pointing to everything looking normal. Let me do something else. He took a different kind of x-ray and there it was. And it turned out to be like a, a deep kind of even a cavitation in the jaw that for whatever reason uh, wasn't coming up on the, the, the x-ray method that they were using before. And they really saved, you know, the patient with that because, you know, that patient could have left and thinking everything was fine continually and then going, you know, going out into their life and um, continuing to have issues. So um, that's just one example. I have so much, you know, I have so many more, but I know we don't have time to go into all of those. Um one thing that I do love to observe with the people that I've trained that are in these healthcare positions is that they are healthier personally. They're able to transition from their role um, helping people all day to the role as, you know, within their family as a mother, as a father, um, as a child, actually, right? Helping their parents. 
I really feel the one of the reasons, you know, this is, is occurring is that they're utilizing less energy by accessing their intuition during the day with their career. It's not so much effort. They're not as drained. Um, they have more vitality. They're able to make decisions with more ease. We all know how difficult it can be when we toil over a decision or we allow maybe um, conflicts, you know, at, at our place of, of work um, deplete us. So they're healthy uh, all, all the way around. And then it also benefits the patient, of course, because they're, you know, they have a, a deeper sense of clarity and they're able to connect in with all of their experience within their given field as well when it's a, an appropriate priority. Yeah, I just want to share what um, kind of MDs and and nurses that that have taken um, our classes have communicated to us, which is that um, healthcare practitioners make so many decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, even uh, allopathic, you know, Western trained doctors. It's like what medication, what therapy, what dose. Um, what, you know, what intervention is going to support or do I refer them to somebody else? There's just so many decisions and just, you know, your intuition in navigating all of that is um, quite a supportive tool. Absolutely. And these, all of these decisions that you just mentioned, these are, these can be life altering decisions, (laughs) you know? Yes. One medication or, or one you know, one suggestion really could alter the patient's life, of course. So that's what I think that what I meant when I said they were under a tremendous amount of pressure. Yeah. 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 And um, uh, yeah, I think we have just time for one more comment. So I'm, I'm just going to turn it over to you, uh, Dr. Janet, you know, you're an herbalist by training and I know that you do, you prescribe a lot of things and you want to just briefly share how you bring your intuition in there. Sure. Um, well, it's true that there are many wonderful herbal remedies and supplements And for a particular client, um, we might choose one over another, but I do it intuitively. And it's great because uh, it always seems to work well with no side effects. So we've been talking um, with Angela Atkins about working with intuition, a fascinating subject, and we will continue this conversation after a short break. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Want to become a certified body intuitive practitioner? Do you want to be able to decode and tap into the body's healing intelligence to access and resolve the crucial stories behind symptoms and disease? In the body intuitive system, a practitioner decodes or unlocks the story or the why behind symptoms using a highly structured protocol, allowing an intuitive scan of the whole body and mind. This process unveils a personalized, optimized treatment plan or healing roadmap for each patient. The body intuitive practice amplifies intuition and powerfully boosts the efficacy of clinical results. People heal faster. Current healthcare professionals and professionals who devote your working hours or your life to positively impact the health of others, this practitioner journey has been specifically created and customized for you. Visit www.bodyintuitive.org training for more information and courses. Open to new students now. 
Does it feel like something is wrong, but all your tests come back normal? Does your doctor downplay your symptoms? You've tried every medication, pill, detox tea, supplement, and you're still seeing no improvements? Your body has healing superpowers. Your body intuitive practitioner can find what's wrong. A body intuitive practitioner is waiting to unlock the story behind your symptoms. Visit us at bodyintuitive.org sessions. Scroll through our directory and find your perfect practitioner. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to the marvel of mind-body medicine. If you have questions for Dr. Janet and Dr. Laura or their guests, please email us at healing at bodyintuitive.org. That's healing at bodyintuitive.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. This is Dr. Laura, and we are talking about intuition with our guest, Angela Atkins. So we're really enjoying this conversation with you, Angela. And every week we share what we call a, a Be Healthy Tip of the Week uh, with our listeners, but we know that you'd like to share a journey with them. So we re re reserved a few minutes of our show today to have you give people a bit of an experience of how to access their intuition. So listeners, Angela is going to take us on a guided meditation of mindful connection. And that is going to support you in accessing your own intuitive insights that are just under the surface, waiting for you to get quiet enough to hear them. I'm ready, okay. Angela. All right. I'm ready, too. <laughs> okay. So now it'll be helpful if you can settle into a space of um, stillness wherever you are. Many of you are listening to this on the go, in the car, while you're running, while you're exercising, running errands. So just um, dog ear it to know that you can come back and use this anytime that you would like to connect in with your body, feel more emotionally balanced, as well as um, access that beautiful deep well of intuitive uh, data that your subconscious mind holds. Okay, let's begin. We'll begin by relaxing the body. And it's helpful to start by closing the eyes. And this way you are giving your entire body mind a message that it's safe and that you're safe. Settle into wherever you're sitting or relaxing or reclining and connect in with your physical body. You might connect in with your breath. Noticing the rise and the fall that occurs automatically without your effort. You might also notice what you can hear around you. Other than the sound of my voice, you might hear something soft or subtle, something close by.
you might also hear something in your environment more distant. If you'd like, you can connect in with the level of light coming in through your closed eyelids. And as you breathe in through the nose, you might also sense the familiar smell in the room and even the temperature of the air. You could notice the temperature of the room, the air on the surface of your skin as well. You might reach out your hand and touch something close by, noticing the texture, the temperature. And with your eyes closed, you probably can remember the color of this object. Noticing that even with your eyes closed, you're still very much connected to everything around you. And now you might bring your awareness internally. Noticing if you're comfortable where you're sitting or reclining. And you can move to an even more comfortable place. There's no need to sit still. Adjust your hips and shoulders. Stretch out your legs if you'd like. Take an even deeper breath and exhale. Settling in. You might notice if you're hungry or not. You might notice if you're thirsty or not. You may begin to recognize the difference between your internal temperature and the external temperature. You might also recognize if you are holding any spaces of tension in your body. That's normal. You could even direct the breath to that space if you'd like, inviting it to let go and to soften. You might also become more aware of the open spaces, the relaxed, and aligned spaces in your body that always exist. And enjoy those right now. And as you are enjoying those aligned and opened, relaxed spaces, I'd like for you to bring your attention to your imagination. Activate your imagination right now. And imagine that you're in a place from nature that's relaxing for you. Notice what comes first into your awareness. You might see something on the horizon, color of the sky, the ground. Notice the greenery, possibly water. Notice what you can hear as the breeze moves all around you. Use your imagination to create a place that's comfortable where you can rest and let go. 
You have everything you need here to be at peace within yourself. And now you can stay here in this place for as long as you like. And now, Dr. Laura will continue this process and take us into another kind of journey. <clears throat> All right. So thank you, Angela. So I'm going to invite everyone to um, stay in their beautiful scene in nature where they're relaxed and calm and you're noticing the greenery, the water, the smells, the sights. Maybe you're even tasting something there. And I'm, I'm going to take you on a journey now of what a mind-body uh, medicine practitioner does with their intuition. So imagine you start with a process as you have just been on. You take a few minutes to go to a calm place where your intuition can speak to you. Or maybe it will can show you visions or just give you that gut instinct sense. So that is what I do as a mind-body practitioner. I have a particular visualization that I go to. And then what do I do? Let's say I've got my sister-in-law in front of me. She's lying down and I'm going to give her a session. Okay. And she wants to work on her hot flashes and her anxiety. So I do a sort of scanning. Okay? And just for the sake of description, I'm going to say that I start at the top of the head. So I kind of observe the brain and I've got detailed anatomical charts of the brain that have dozens of different brain areas. And I, I kind of move my focus around all those brain areas. I bring my attention to the neurotransmitters, see if I notice any issues in their levels. I bring in an understanding of the nervous system in Chinese medicine that I've learned from Dr. Janet. And I scan with my, my Chinese medicine um, perspective as well. Then I move into the endocrine system. I look at all the hormones, into the immune system, all the different types of immune cells. Are they hyperinflammatory? Are they allergic? Are they fighting off an infection that they're supposed to be? I look then through the organ system with the uh, eyes of a Chinese doctor and the eyes of a Western scientist. And I look at each organ one by one. And as I'm looking at all these areas, I am waiting for my intuition to say, this is where we need to go. There's something here to be noticed, something that could um, be in a better state of balance. So when I arrive at a place, my intuition says, 
stop here. I have a a neuromuscular biofeedback, a, a muscle testing process that I use. So I can get a yes if an arm moves in a particular way or a no. Okay. And that is how I get confirmation of my intuitive scanning. And when I do this scanning, I am not going off the top of my head. I actually have detailed charts that I am looking at. So I do have my eyes open. Um, I've got a map of the mind and the body from Chinese medicine and Western science. And I have 64 detailed maps that take me into anatomical structures, energetic structures, and their associated functions. And this is how I do my intuitive observation. So this was just a little glimpse of how we start a session. And I want to thank um, Angela for guiding us into the space that uh, we as um, mind-body practitioners work in. And um, I really want to thank you for joining us today, Angela, and sharing your incredible um, insights into um, how people can use their their intuition. So I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Janet now. So thank you so much. Yes, I think it's been a really a great program. And um, we know that, you know, it's very important for us to um, use our intuition in our daily lives and also to be able to recognize that we're when we're in a calm and relaxed state, that we can access that intuition uh, even more. So um, so Angela, thank you so very much for being on the program, uh, today. Um, is there anything that you'd like to share with our listeners about where people can find you? Yes. Um, our website has all of my upcoming intuition courses and that's alignwithenergy.com as well as I'd love for you to join me on Instagram at insight to wellness, where I drop uh, intuition tips here and there about how to integrate it into your life in a practical and fun way. Wonderful. Thank you so much again, Angela. I think it's been really enlightening. And um, I'm Dr. Janet, and we'd like to thank you all for joining us today on the Marvel of Mind Body Medicine. Please join us next week as we host a conversation on autoimmune and difficult to treat diseases with biochemist and Chinese medicine expert, Dr. Daniel Weber. And for those of you who want to boost your healing superpowers, don't miss our short elemental reset course coming next live online, April 20th, and also available as an e-course. In the meantime, you can find us at www.bodyintuitive.org. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Marvel of Mind-Body Medicine. It's our mission to remind you that your body wants to heal. Join us again next week. Be well and remember, your body has answers. We'd like to share a special thank you to our friends, Flying Mystics. If you enjoyed their music as much as we do, you can find them at flyingmystics.com. That's www.flyingmystics.com.